You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. The government has announced a national ticketing solution for public transport across the country that will see the dissolution of region-specific transport systems. The new system will allow travellers to use contactless payments, digital options like Apple Pay, or a single prepaid transit card across all transport in Aotearoa. We are now joined by Labour MP Rachel Brooking to tell us more about this new system, the course of its rollout and the future for public transport. Kia ora, how's it going? I'm very good, thank you, Maria. So could we just start off with um, a little bit about how this will work, what it's going to look like having a system across all public transport in the country? Of course. So as you know and as your listeners will know, if you're in different parts of the country, then at the moment you use a different car. So in Dunedin, we've got the B card, and that works in Queenstown and all sorts of other places. But if you were where I am at the moment in Wellington, you'd be using a Zephyr card. And if you use where many of our students come from in Auckland, you'd be using a Hop card. And then in Christchurch, there's the Metro card. So um, if, if you're travelling about, you need one of those cards or to pay with cash. And the idea is that uh, you wouldn't need all those cards filling up your wallet. Uh, you could just use one card or the payment methods that you just mentioned. Now, um, this is a significant piece of work because I don't understand all the technical issues, but it's, but it's complicated. So there's been um, $1.3 billion uh, set aside for the next 15 years for a rollout. And we'll start with a pilot in Canterbury that will be in 2024. And then the idea is that it will all be rolled out all around the country um, by 2026. So this is going to look a little bit different, and obviously it works really well for people who travel around the country a lot. Um, will there still be options for, like, cash for tourists, and will there be things like discounts and concession fares, or will it just be a blanket price across the country? So the cash, I don't think it's been totally resolved if everyone will always accept cash. But as, as you mentioned in your intro, there'll be other methods of paying, like on, on your phone uh, with credit cards and those, those sorts of ways. But So the most important thing is um, that, yes, there will still be the concessions and there'll still be an ability for the cheapest fare for a day. So, you know, sometimes if you just take one fare, it might, say, cost you $2, but there'll be a maximum cap of $10 throughout the day if you're doing a whole lot of travel. Uh, so that's that maximum um, will still apply, so it will be deducted at the end of the day. So the little trick there will be to make sure that you pay using the same method uh, throughout the day. So you pay from whatever it is on your phone or if you've got something like the, the big card, that you just pay with that card throughout the day and um, then you'll get that discount. But there will still probably be have to be something if you have a concession for being a, a community card holder something like that, then there'll be some registration when you when you set up with either the um, prepaid tickets or whatever system you're going to use on your phone. Having things like those capping fees, I can imagine, will make quite a difference, especially in bigger cities like Auckland where people um, need to take multiple forms of public transport throughout the day. Is this expected to increase public transport usage? Yes, it's very much the hope because, of course, uh, we have our climate crisis and we want to reduce carbon emissions and transport a huge part of our carbon emissions. So one good way of decreasing those emissions is to get people on to public transport. So this is part of the emissions reduction plan and, um, you know, really appreciate the 
uh, students and, uh, and other young people who are advocating for the climate all the time. So the idea is very much to get people on to public transport as much as possible. And do you think there'll be a change in public transport routes and services offered um, with the introduction of this system? Uh, I don't I don't think so just because of this system, but there's a whole lot of other work going into public transport to, to increase it um, and to make sure that... Uh, like, so there are many, many different ways. Uh, one way would be changes with planning laws to try and have that medium density um, housing so that people not, not have car parks everywhere, so it would encourage people onto public transport, encourage people to... Um, live near a public transport hub, encourage micro-mobility uh, things to, or not cars, maybe scooters and other, other devices like that to get people to those public transport hubs, um, more money into having more public transport, to getting that public transport to be emission-free public transport, uh, to pay bus drivers more. There was um, $61 million in the budget over a four-year period to try and sort out the bus drivers' pay uh, so there's, you know, there's many different things on the on the table at the moment to increase public transport, which will, of course, they will, um, I expect, have have changes to routes and scheduling and the like um, over time. It all sounds really exciting. Um, and if this sort of uh, national ticketing system is possible, why um, have there been different regional systems for so long? Oh, I think they just. Um, <laughs> I think the, the the short answer is that it's very difficult and expensive to get a national ticketing system. So the um, the, the sorry, that was me. The provider is is Cubic, which is an American-based company that's done lots of work in London and Chicago and places like that around the world. And uh, so it's been too expensive for different regions to do something as sophisticated as this by themselves. And the funding public transport is delivered uh, at the moment mainly by regional councils. There's, there's government funding that goes to that as well. Uh, so this, this, this piece of work has been going on for you know, many years to try and work out how to do it at a national level. My last question for you this morning is what implications will this system have for things like interregional transport in the future? Well, interregional transport is another thing that's been looked at through the emissions reduction plan and, and different transport plans uh, to encourage more public transport interregionally. So these tickets should be able to uh, to help with that in terms of um, you'll be able to pay on 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 your ticket, whether that be the B card equivalent or 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 on your phone for that regional um, public transport as well. But, the, but there's these separate uh, bigger pieces of work going on into just improving regional public transport generally. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast.